Three dudes walk into a casino at a bachelor party and sit down. This is actually a true story. This is not a bad joke to start the fast lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. They hit red 18. <laughs> Shout out Peyton oh, Manning yes and Pat indeed. McAfee. Yes, indeed. I can't even remember that part. So actually it was more than three dudes. There were others, but three of them were relatives. It was my brother, my cousin, and myself, or I, to be more grammatically correct. And we're at a casino, Cherokee, North Carolina, for bachelor party weekend. Brother. And cousin whips out the old cell phone at the blackjack table. In case you're not familiar with casinos, not exactly the smartest move in the room because of the whole card counting thing. They don't like that thing very much uh, or at all when it comes to casinos. And I know there's some people out there, including some of our potential listeners at Fastlane, Ned Lane, where you listen to podcasts and the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, who may be skilled in that. If you are and you have stories, feel free to share them at Fastlane, Ned Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Trey VT, his social media handles. So we walk into the blackjack table or into the casino and sit down at the blackjack table cousin whips out the phone my brother goes dude what are you doing and the cousin's response is come on d be bold be daring my brother david the d is short for david obviously goes dude there's a difference between being bold and daring and then just being plain stupid and we bring that up here in the fast lane because suspensions in sports are not all created equal. There's a difference between being stupidly suspended and then being justifiably suspended. There's a difference between being bold and daring in what you do on the racetrack or even in your personal life. But then there's just plain stupid. And that's where the suspensions are different In terms of the two that have come out most notably within our region, Baltimore Orioles announcer Kevin Brown suspended. It's the most absurd suspension on the planet. More on that momentarily. Then there's NASCAR driver Noah Gregson. And whether you think it's overreaction to NASCAR suspending him for liking a graphic on social media pertaining to George Floyd and the murder of him a couple of years ago. You've got to be smarter than that as a driver. And yes, this is irrelevant to the fact that it seemed like Legacy Motor Club and Noah Gregson were at odds before this unfolded. I don't pretend to have all the knowledge of exactly why. Keep it locked to the Front Stretch Podcast Network because they may well have their own insight and information as their series of podcasts continue to drop over the course of this next week. But the reason for bringing this up is if you're Noah Gregson, You've got to be smarter than to like anything controversial on social media. If you're part of Noah Gregson's personal management team, not the one that his possibly soon-to-be former employer, Legacy Motor Club, employs, because drivers have their own management team, and then in a lot of cases, the teams and organizations have their own PR experts. Ever wonder why it's often hard to get drivers to do sit-down interviews and why everything is so canned and filtered? Because they often have them chirping in their ear. And this is the reason why. Because you get certain instances that are out there, like Noah Gregson, where, dude, you've got to have a level of common sense right now. It is bold and daring to have your opinions and express them in this day and age. But it's also stupid in a sport where you are tied to sponsorship dollars. And newsflash, 
if Kyle Larson, talented driver as he is, could get suspended, and granted, when it occurred, 2020, as we were in the height of the pandemic, we're not quite at the social unrest for George Floyd and then the uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin killings and everything that had unfolded then. But we were getting to that point. But Kyle Larson clearly more accomplished to that point as a driver. Got suspended. And then eventually dismissed because sponsors backed out of wanting to sponsor Kyle Larson. Again, they backed out before it was a real racial unrest time in the United States in 2020. That should have been a warning to anybody else coming through the NASCAR ranks and all of drivers, all the drivers that are out there. Because that sport is so tied to corporate sponsorship. And like it or not, corporate sponsorship is harder to obtain than ever before, but it does pay more bills than any other form of sponsorship. And you need that, in the immortal words of our guy Kenny Powers, dollar, dollar bills, y'all, to fund your operation. So, to answer the question from the Three Stooges, are you that dumb? If you do what Noah Gregson did, liking the graphic, of George Floyd or about George Floyd on social media. You've got to be smarter than that. Bold, daring, whatever. You may think it's ridiculous that he was suspended one race this past weekend by Legacy Motor Club and that NASCAR has extended that sponsorship or that suspension a little bit further. And there are reportedly rumors, talks, innuendo out there that this may be in part to allow Legacy Motor Club to get him out you got to be smarter than that. Yeah, I was going to add, uh, this is not the first time Noah's been hot water with these said about social media. There are a lot of rumors that the reason he didn't get to replace Jimmy Johnson was simply put because of that. Because he was rumored to you know, go to the 48, and obviously um, Jimmy and Ally didn't really like his social media presence, and he. this is not the first time. Like I, I thought part of the suspension was like, the fact that this is not the first instance of this and you know looking into that like what he did was wrong and not right and and it adds more context of like how is legacy motor club handling it which they're they're handling it how they want to handle it it's their own company that's what they can do um and, and at the end of the day and i think you would agree is like you hope noah can learn from this he's still a relatively young guy um he's 25 i believe he's 25 years old and like you know hopefully you know i do i think he'll have the same kind of recovery arc as kyle larson no i do not think so but i think there is a pathway for him to to come back from this and it's just going to be like I, I think another aspect of why legacy like why it was not the wisest thing to do was what was the big rumor going into Michigan was that the 42 was now not linked to Noah it was linked to John Hunter Nemechek so you're underperforming and you might lose your ride and this happens and it's just it's kind of unfortunate to see how it how it all played out and for Noah it's a mistake it's a mistake that ultimately probably will cost him his ride in cup but you hope that he can recover from it you mentioned him being relatively young and while I'll younger than back, me which is weird yeah but, but but I'll brush back to a certain extent he's had a number of these instances that have popped up he should have learned from it yes you should have learned and I from think it. that's why the penalty was as harsh as it was and, and I'm fine with that again people are you know they, one of the dumbest things that's out there by far two of the dumbest things actually one is when an athlete 
makes a decision to decommit from a university or to transfer. And then they put respect my decision. I mean, I don't think you should threaten them with death or violence or anything else. But dude, you're a public figure. You're making public facing decisions that impact other people. You're going to get a myriad of reactions. Part of growing up is realizing that. Again, I'm not advocating for doing that. Certainly, you know, if you bet on sports and somebody underperforms, like I had Martin Trix Jr. to win the race yesterday in a race. I'm not sending the guy death threats because of it. It's called gambling responsibly or being a responsible fan. Like there's an element of common sense. And I know it's not totally common here in life, but come on, like let's use some of that. Well, go a step further here. You should have learned that. The other one is my tweets or whatever I post on social media are mine only and don't reflect anybody else's. Uh, BS, they reflect everybody that's associated with you. You've got to be smarter than that. That whole idea, just because you put it out there on your social media profile that my tweets or my Facebook likes or that my Instagram likes or comments are mine only. Dude, they're anybody associated with you in business only because they have to answer for your baggage. Noah Gregson, he's got sponsors, a certain fast food restaurant that sponsors him. When Noah Gregson does something ridiculous, that organization has to answer for it. Again, not only should Noah have learned, but everybody in NASCAR and in the world in general could have learned, especially when you're tied to sponsorship money from because of this. I've said this a gazillion times, but to use college sports as an example. Name, image, and likeness money comes in. And let's be honest, a lot of it is pay for play. But when it becomes fully employee or anything else, when you start to do negative things, you have to have the talent to justify it or... They're going to get rid of you. It goes that way in pro sports, too. I mean, heck, look at the Lions. They cut guys that were marginal players for the gambling issues, but they kept other guys around, like Jamison Williams, who was a first-round draft pick, because he's more talented. That may be fair or may not be fair, but the reality is is greater talent leads to greater tolerance. If you're not teaching your kids that, by the way, that, yes, sometimes you can get away things because of talent, but unless it's superior talent, at some point, that's going to wear itself out. Noah Gregson has to have learned from that. And that's why it's ridiculous that he liked what he did on social media. And I have no problem with NASCAR going above and beyond what his initial team, Legacy Motor Club, did and suspending him for one race at Michigan by adding other races on afterwards because his team suspended him for a race. But now NASCAR gets involved. Guess what? They've got their own separate set of sponsors. Again, what you do doesn't just reflect on yourself as a driver and your team they reflect on the sport as well and all of their sponsors. It's why the NFL suspends more harshly for sports betting because of the whole integrity. It reflects poorly if you're compromising integrity on all of their sponsors. It goes across the board in sports. It is the reality of it, and it's where you can learn at a young age, but it's also, let's be honest, up to people to learn and adapt on their own because the world isn't always fair, and sometimes it takes a long time to erase those bad impressions. Yeah, um, I, I just want to mention uh, your plug in the Front Stretch Podcast Network there. Bringing the Heat with Brian Nolan will have a more in-depth conversation about that. And you want to know who the guest is this week, the driver guest at least? Who? It, it, I just want you to say two words when I mention him. It's Sam Mayer, who won at Road America, who did win a race in the Xfinity Series before Ty Gibbs won in Cup. So we haven't been able to have this moment because you were gone a week. I think, I, I think, know. I think strategically you were gone for a week because you didn't want to face the music. But you know, Trey, you are right. Thank you, and congratulations. Yeah. And you're also right as well. That <laughs> ironically, and I shared this picture with you in the front stretch picks. 
you know who I picked to win Michigan. You did. You picked my guy, Ty Gibbs. I did. And I thought it was a great bet. And if they only ran 100 laps, they might have had a chance. But alas, they run more laps, and you have to actually learn how to seal the deal and not fade over the course of a I just, race. Yeah, but I just had to. I had I had to dunk on you once for fun. Uh, um, add some positivity to a uh, a very you know conversation that is has taken a turn. Not that you know, not to a lot of people's liking. Yeah, I mean, look, people are upset by this, and oh, NASCAR is getting too woke and progressive. I mean, really, it's common sense here. Again, I am as libertarian and express your opinion as much as you want and is within reason. But I also am not naive that when you represent an organization or a business, there's risk involved to being more controversial. And you better justify that risk with your talent. And if Kyle Larson and his talent couldn't do it, then Noah Gregson and his underperforming self are not going to get anything close to the benefit of the doubt. And that's a level of common sense, similar to the fact that it's common sense that if you want to enjoy summer and end it with a bang, Sequest of Lynchburg experiences are easily available for you. It's not controversial when you log on to InsaneRadioDeals.com and load those into your shopping cart. Also, Lynchburg Hillcats, general admission tickets with a $10 food voucher and reserve seats with a $10 food voucher. Those are available at InsaneRadioDeals.com. I'm not joking, by the way, for less than 10 bucks. So you're basically getting $10 worth of food for free. Or you're getting into the game for free, and you're getting there a little bit there for food. However you choose to view it, go on and log in, and it's simple. Visit InsaneRadioDeals.com, grab the tickets, and once you do, we'll link you up so that you can select the game that best fits for you. Of course, as with many things, availability to redeem is first come, first get. So if you want weekends those type of nights fireworks evenings be strategic in shopping immediately at insaneradiodeals.com hillcats put on a good show i will also want to plug my podcast the happy hour podcast is having the legend josh williams on and so we'll be we'll have some fun talking talking with josh uh you know uh, and you know he's he's not made much noise this past year hasn't he no i mean i've related to him to our guy kenny powers dollar dollar Because he did the supposedly controversial thing of being black flagged by NASCAR at Atlanta earlier this year in the Xfinity Series race, then parking on the front stretch and creating a demonstration. Kind of like Kenny Powers at the end of his championship in the mythical show Eastbound and Down on HBO. And yes, that was what Josh Williams did. I can't wait, by the way, to hear that interview. And maybe I'll get a little bit of love about uh, the Kenny Powers references. And if he gets really offended and upset, you can throw me under the bus with a nice loud. Uh, I'll just throw you under the bus in general. I I, I will... uh... I'll, I'll, uh, I might be able to sneak it in there. I'll, I'll do my best. Well, Trey, it can't luckily be... I, ri- I drive the bus on that podcast, so I can, I can do what I want. Speaking of Trey podcasts and throwing people under the bus, the Fowl Area podcast is probably going to discuss the fact that the Baltimore Orioles threw their own announcer under the bus. This was dumb. This is the stupidest thing. I'm not joking. We're going to play the clip. It's about a minute, just to warn you in case you're worried about long sound effects. Listen for the controversial part of this clip. For the Orioles, Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. 
It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th. 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad Rays team. It's not like all of a sudden the Rays uh, became slouches in the American League East. They've led this division every day, but now two, and the Orioles once again are back alone in first place. Yeah, I'm really curious. If by the time the next Foul Ball Area podcast drops, that Trey and his team at the Foul Ball Area podcast, by the way, great interview last week. Thursday. Uh, Thursday. Fastlane, Ed Lane, where you listen to our podcast. No, that's when the podcast, we record okay, the podcast. Okay, you'll record it Thursday. You had a great interview, by Monday. the way, Monday of Tuesday. last week. Tuesday. Exactly. That was so, in the trade deadline. Whenever so, the trade deadline was. So whatever. When you get to the Foul Ball Area podcast, I'm curious if Trey is going to be able to give us an update on what he thought the most controversial part of Orioles announcer Kevin Brown's comments happened to be. If you have some, we'd love to hear them. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, where you chime in on social media and Trey Law VT, his platforms as well. Ed, you've been struggling with your picks lately. I guess I got to get suspended because I just said that. You know, I think Trey... Um, yeah, I think we might have to suspend you indefinitely. Saying you've been struggling against one of the best teams in baseball for the last four years is like crazy to me. So here's the thing: they suspended him because he was critical. By the way, I, like I, when I saw the the graphic, my first thought was, okay, I, it was I, planned. I it was it, like a planned part was, of the broadcast. Pla- like, are they making fun of Tropic by Tropical Depressions? By calling the graphic Tropical Depression, because that's what it is. By the way, it's up fast lane, Ed Lane on Twitter. Uh, the clip, if you want to scroll down, we've got it posted there. Tropical Depression, because Tampa Bay plays at the Trop, Tropic Anna Field down in Florida. And uh, my first thought, like that, that's the most controversial thing I can figure out. I mean, yes, tropical depressions can turn into tropical storms and hurricanes, and plenty of people get severely hurt or die or suffer damage in that. Maybe that's deemed insensitive to some. Way over the top and ridiculous to me, 1,073%. But it is absurd that that's what this guy was suspended for. Trey, I have no defense for this. Yes, I defended NASCAR and Legacy Motor Club for suspending Noah Gregson. He knew better, should have known better, and has had chances to learn from his mistakes and has not done it. And whether you criticize NASCAR or the team for being too woke and progressive, I get it. Corporate-driven sport. There was controversy in liking a meme involving George Floyd and the killing and liking it on social media. This is the dumbest thing on the planet. Like, what are we talking about here? I have broadcast games. Trey, let me ask you this, by the way. So I broadcast games for a while. We, we all know this. Jefferson Forest High School football presented by TrostLaw.com coming back in about two and a half weeks. 6.30 airtime uh, Friday the 26th of, excuse me, Friday the 25th of August. But Trey, have you broadcast play-by-play back when you were at Virginia Tech? Yeah, a little bit. So I've done that as well. Well, I did it for 30, well, yeah. But like not a formal broadcast, but I've yeah, done it before. But, but you've gotten some reps doing it, correct? Yeah. Like I know the basics, yes. Good enough. See, here's the thing. I have had numerous times, newsflash, Jefferson Forest was solid last year. They made the playoffs about a 500 caliber team. I think they'll be better than that this year. And I have a chance to continue to get better 
under JT Cruz, their head coach. They've been on an upward trajectory each of his years over at Jefferson Forest High School. But they've had some lean years in there. Even during those lean years, the end of the Bob Christmas era, the Paul White tenure, and at the start of the JT Cruz era, where they won, what, one game, two games his first year? I should know this off the top of my head, but it's all pouring together right now. And they made the playoffs last year. Yes, they made the playoffs last year, 500 caliber season. We've had times where we've brought up, wait for it, the flaws. We've pointed out where they could do better. And guess what JT Cruz has done? He's answered the questions like a professional and tackled it head on with responsibility. Now you're talking about a high school coach here. He's in charge of a bunch of kids that, for the most part, are not getting paid any money. They're going out and giving it their all for their school and team. And I've been fortunate enough to have interviewed plenty of other coaches at the majority of local area high schools where they'll do the same thing. You point out that they have areas where they can improve, and they don't get offended. They don't threaten to not do interviews with you. They tackle it head on because that's what they do with their team. It's professional. And yes, there are ways to be way overly critical. And I get that. But this is deemed overly critical by the Baltimore Orioles. That announcer Kevin Brown was merely pointing out that they struggled at Tampa Bay until this year when Baltimore has finally hit their stride as a winning baseball team. And Tampa Bay, meanwhile, has hit their stride and found it consistently through a lot of roster change, by the way, over the better part of the last 15 plus years. I mean, what are we doing here? This is absolutely ridiculous. And to me, it's a problem that goes along with what Melissa McCarthy would note. Lots of power. When people have lots of power and it goes straight to their head. And I just came up and wonder what's going on up in like the Beltway area because we had a former owner of the Washington Commanders who allegedly was on a power trip. You got the Baltimore Orioles ownership where allegedly they're on a power trip right now. And by allegedly, we're just using that because of legalese here. You know what we're saying here. I mean, this is absolutely absurd. It's insane. And it makes absolutely no sense what we're doing here. Baltimore Orioles announcer suspended for saying the team struggled when I broadcast high school football games for 15 plus years. And yes, I get it. I broadcast some baseball games and I'll be the first to admit there is no group of people that are way too sensitive than baseball people. But if you think it's rough here, not everybody, but as a group, there are more, let me rephrase it. As a group, there are more sensitive Old, people. Old, stodgy people. Stodgy people in baseball. Not That's everyone true. in baseball is fitting of that description. But there's no crying in baseball. Just remember that. That is correct. This, I mean, to me, Trey, this, this is the dumbest thing on the planet. If you, like, the players weren't even offended by it. And I've seen baseball players and their families get offended. He is stating factual information. Like, he's literally just stating the facts that they haven't won in the trop since 2017. We have to address this, by the way, with Ben Cates. Yes, we'll talk plenty of high school football next in the fast lane, and then have the fast five at five-ish after that. And the worst part about this is the O's are having a magical season where they're the best team in the American League. They're leading the American League East. They have a real shot to win the World Series. And, and I said this, like I'm, like, I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm rooting for the O's because of how organic this team has been built. But it just, like upsets you and makes them the villain it's a heel turn it's a heel turn 100 for for like the most lovable team in baseball right now was the baltimore orioles they got the the dong bong they don't call it that but that's that was the first name of it so i'm gonna keep calling it that and they're like they were a lovable team and now this kind of pisses you off you don't want to see them win it is in the immortal words of hollow notes a sign that this ownership is clearly wow you're right 
touch. And we're out of time to criticize them, at least for now, till we return. Ben Cates, local sports reporter, newsadvance.com. Then the Fast Five at Five-ish and ACC broadcaster Bob Rathbun, all still to come on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.